Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. President Biden declares the election results a good day for democracy. Will a new governor have an impact on the laws that affect you in Annapolis? I'm Kate Ryan. What D.C.'s mayor sees for the city over the next four years? At the Wilson Building, I'm John Doman. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Hurricane Nicole has made landfall along Florida's east coast. Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis is tracking the path. A center of circulation coming in between Vero Beach and West Palm Beach and then shooting its way quickly across the peninsula, exiting the west coast of Florida by about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, creating more storm surge on the Gulf Coast side before exiting Florida by early in the morning on Friday, but then being picked up by a big snowstorm in the middle of the country and being pushed into the mid-Atlantic and the northeast, exiting into Canada by the time the weekend rolls around. PowerOutage.us reports at least 63,000 customers along Florida's east coast are without power so far. President Biden heads this evening to Egypt where he will join the climate change summit. Leaders of several nations are attending. Russian leader Vladimir Putin will not be attending the upcoming G20 meeting in person in Bali. The BBC's William Leonardo. Vladimir Putin's attendance in Bali alongside European leaders as his invasion of Ukraine rages on had long caused disquiet and Western capitals. The G20 summit hosts Indonesia, which pursues a neutral foreign policy, resisted calls to disinvite the Russian president. The balance of power in the U.S. Senate remains uncertain as ballots in a few states are still being counted. Here's CBS's Natalie Brand. In the Senate, CBS News estimates the Arizona race as leaning Democratic and the Nevada race as a toss-up, where the mail-in vote is still coming in. The mail can come through until this Saturday as long as it's postmarked by November 8th. In Georgia, neither candidate hit 50% of the vote, sending that race to a December 6th runoff. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock will face Republican Herschel Walker in that runoff. Two deputies in Columbia County, Florida, have been disciplined after their arrest of a legally blind man. As a result of these findings, Sergeant Harrison will be demoted immediately, suspended without pay for seven days, and will not be eligible for any favorable action for two years. Deputy Goody will be suspended without pay for two days. That's Sheriff Mark Hunter. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is warning about a listeria outbreak. Reporter Sabrina Cupid. 16 people in six states have gotten sick. More than a dozen ended up in the hospital. One person has died in Maryland, and a woman who was pregnant got sick and lost her baby. CDC urging anyone with a weakened immune system or who's pregnant to avoid eating meat or cheese from any deli unless it's heated to an internal temperature of 165 degrees or is steaming hot. Officials are working to identify the source of the outbreak. The U.S. Marine Corps celebrating its 247th birthday today, Semper Fi. This is CBS News. Because of the ongoing pandemic, someone at or below the poverty line in our community, like Omar, is now having to do this. You're actually having to break down the dimes, the quarters, the pennies, and say, well, how do I stay fed today? No one should go hungry, especially during the holidays. Provide hope and food with a grocery bag with a gift of just $25 through Central Union Mission. Give now at missiondc.org. WTOP at 403. 
Thursday morning, November 10th, 2022. Cloudy with some spotty drizzle and fog. Parts of the area as you rise this morning. The high should reach about 67 this Thursday. You're waking up to 40 degrees right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Laneby. Thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we were looking at for you as we do head into this Thursday morning together. What appears to be a preemptive strike is where we begin this morning. That strike from the Washington Commanders has come in just hours before D.C.'s Attorney General is expected to make what we're told is a major announcement concerning the team later this Thursday afternoon, November 10th. It's been no secret that the D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine's office has been investigating the team as of late regarding allegations of workplace misconduct, sexual harassment, and shady ticket practices. And word of a major announcement has many believing the city is set to take legal action against the team. Once word of the announcement was made, the team released a statement blasting Racine, claiming he's more interested in making splashy headlines based on offbeat legal theories rather than doing the hard work of making the streets safe for citizens. The statement saying this includes bringing to justice the person who shot player Brian Robinson. The team says it also fully cooperated with the AG's office for nearly a year during its investigation. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. But late last night, the commander's team president came out with a much softer statement being reported by multiple news outlets this morning. Jason Wright says he spoke with D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti and the team supports the department's work along with the elected officials and safety leaders. He further says the earlier statement reflects the team lawyer's ongoing frustration with the attorney general's office. Says the lawyer's frustration should have been separate from the reference to the shooting of the rookie player. The D.C. attorney general's office tells WTOP this week it has no additional comment on any of this right now. WTOP at 4.05. we are. It always helps when that button works. Campaign that would be election 2022 on WTOP. Continuing this week, they're still counting. Maryland's governor-elect Wes Moore, though, has pledged to get to work after his historic win on Tuesday. So will that have an impact on how laws are made in the state? During his victory speech, Democrat, now Maryland governor-elect, Wes Moore told the crowd, Here is what the Moore-Miller administration is going to do. Then he ticked off goals on crime, public safety, and education. But how will he work with lawmakers in Annapolis? Democrats dominate in Maryland's General Assembly. And Senate President Bill Ferguson said there was some collaboration with Republican Governor Larry Hogan, but... I think the difference with a new, uh, more elect administration uh, is that there will be a lot more collaboration on the front end. Making for Ferguson hopes a more streamlined process to tackling issues that concern Marylanders. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meantime, her biggest competition came months ago in the primary election, but now that a third term is official... D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser is looking ahead to the next four years, and she wants your input. Don't expect much change in D.C. as the city's mayor, Muriel Bowser, prepares for third term. We're going to build on our big successes, um, recognizing that we still have challenges. In a Victory Lab News conference, Bowser laid out in broad strokes what those challenges are. We're focused on ending gun violence that is destroying families and upending communities, but we're also focused on reimagining our downtown and our corridors investing in our middle class, and getting young people back on track. Lots of questions were focused on youth crime. If I see a teenager who has been shot, it's more than likely it's a teenager who did it. At the Wilson Building, John Dome in WTOP News. Here's Lamont Copeland, the Managing Director for Federal Solutions Architecture at Verizon Business Group, on Federal Insights, sponsored by Verizon. There's a lot of aging infrastructure that
that the government has to start working through and so that they can bring in a lot of these latest technologies to meet more of the mission set that they're trying to solve for, whether it's something with public safety and trying to protect the nation, something with the military to try to make sure they have a lot of situational awareness or anything in between, you know, even with the healthcare side to make sure that we're providing the proper benefits and things to the, the nation. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Verizon. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. car prices at an all-time high our donors are now getting highest receipts ever donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow one eight seven seven cars for kids donate your car today now accepting donations of land homes buildings or any kind of real estate Thursday morning, November 10th, 2022. Glad you're with us here at WTLP, where the time now is 4.08 in the morning. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Right now, traffic stopped westbound on US 50, approaching the Bay Bridge in the process of lifting the overnight work zone. So, again, for the moment, everyone stopped westbound. They cleared out the two-way traffic on the eastbound span. So eastbound, you've got two lanes running east toward the shore. And again, should have traffic moving on the westbound side here momentarily. Now, once you clear the bridge, nothing else in your way. Through Annapolis, Bowie, headed toward the Beltway and Lanham. And even beyond going inside the Beltway toward the District Line, you're in good shape. Uh, if you're traveling on the outer loop of the Beltway, they are in the process of picking up the work uh, between 450 Annapolis Road and the uh, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, about halfway done picking up. So they still have, uh, let's say, another half mile or so of barrels to get out of the roadway, so just be careful. Then on the outer loop, still working solid as you make the trip from Carter Rock across the American Legion Bridge and up toward Georgetown Pike. Single file left gets you by that work zone. Further south on the outer loop, the exit ramp to go west on 66, exit 49, still blocked by the overnight work. Uh, heads up, if you're headed toward the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge in the through lanes, the police action continues following an earlier pursuit. Again, you get by single file to the left in the through lanes. Uh, using the left shoulder, the local lanes have been completely reopened. or maybe some additional response there on the shoulder. But again, the three uh, local lanes are open, headed toward the Maryland shore. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald is hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. of Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off this Thursday with temperatures in the 40s, it's a mild day for early November as we warm to around 70. Skies cloud up as a storm system, too, in fact, approach the area, the remnants of Nicole, and another system that's bringing blizzard conditions to parts of the northern plains today. They converge over our area, bringing us rain showers on Friday. Some heavy rain is likely at times as rain comes to an end very early Saturday morning. We'll have breezy to windy conditions throughout the weekend and Highs only in the 40s on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 39 in Gaithersburg, 48 Arlington, 45 in Lanham. We are looking at 40 degrees now. You're waking up to in our nation's capital this 4 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, 10th of November. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 411. 
Focusing on its employees and everything it does is a core value for Farmers Restaurant Group. It's a conscious capitalism approach that co-owner Dan Simons applies to all of his business relationships, including with his attorney, Scott Muselis, who leads the restaurant industry practice group at Shulman Rogers. Every company has a beating heart. And the question is, what do you put into that heart? And, and people often say in business, you need a great lawyer. Uh, I'm not sure that that sums it up properly. What you need is a great human who is excellent at lawyering, but who wants to be part of the heart of your business. I really knew early on, this is the person I want as part of our beating heart, helping us make sure we do legal well, but that we do it as clearly sort of a woven in part of the culture and the ethos of the company. Learn about Showman Rogers at showmanrogers.com and find out about Farmers Restaurant Group at farmersrestaurantgroup.com. This is WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP this week as we continue to sort out dozens of House and Senate races not yet called. One trend has emerged. Apparently, Democrats are doing better than expected. And President Joe Biden, to that end, called a news conference to say this week that the results show him that most Americans support his agenda. But he says much work is still to be done. The voters are also clear that they are still frustrated. I get it. I understand it's been a really tough few years in this country for so many people. The Senate is still in play this morning for the Dems to stay in the majority. And while Republicans are still in position to reclaim the House, it appears the Democrats will not suffer the wipeouts of previous midterm elections. President Biden insisting the Democrats could even keep the House. This morning, CBS senior White House correspondent Rita Zhang joining our Sean and Hillary with more on Mr. Biden's speech this week. President Biden said today is a good day for democracy. And he also pointed out that there was no red wave that was predicted. And in fact, he said that the party was poised to lose fewer seats during this midterms than a president has in the last 40 years. Also mentioning that this is the best cycle of midterms for governors since 1986. But to your other point, Point, the president mentioned that he knows people are still frustrated. He knows that the economy has a lot more to recover from. He knows that inflation continues to be a problem for American families, which is why he said that when he returns from a trip abroad to Asia for the G20 summit, he is going to invite leaders of both parties to the White House to really try to sit down and hash out ideas because he wants to work together. And so aside from that, you know, the president president acknowledges that he could lose the House, that Democrats could lose the House. He was asked about what that meant for his agenda and for the Republicans' plan to launch a flurry of investigations from everything into his son's business dealings to the withdrawal in Afghanistan. And he said, look, he thinks people are tired of investigations and they are ready for Congress to move on and do more work for them. So I think the president is very optimistic today. I can tell you that I was at the White House late last night till about 2 o'clock in the morning, and the mood there last night through this morning, throughout the day, was one of excitement and vindication, really, because aides pointed out that, you know, people really underestimated the administration, how President Biden could help Democrats, and they were celebrating today. Final 30 seconds or so here. We know that former President Trump may make an announcement about running for president again in a week. What about President Biden? Any indication about his decision to run again? 
Uh, he says that he intends to run. However, he has not committed to it and certainly has not announced a re-election campaign. I think that, you know, last night's uh, results might play a factor into his decision. I also know that he will consult closely with his family, as he did for his first run, his advisors. And it's something that's on his mind. But the president is very realistic and says that if he believes there's more work he can do and he can accomplish, he will. The election 2022 continues on WTLP this week. That was CBS Senior White House correspondent Richard Jang talking on Wednesday with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTLP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4.15, let's check in once again with Mr. Rob Woodfork this early Thursday morning. The Capitals have lost four of their last five after suffering a 4-1 home loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins in a physical game typical of the rivalry, says Coach Peter Laviolette. It was tight both ways. It was, I think any time you play Pittsburgh, it's kind of a game that's just dragged through the mud a little bit mm-hmm. there's not a lot of room it's not pretty it's not flashy and so we had looks we had opportunities uh, finally got one in the third but probably too little too late off the stick of marcus johansson his fourth of the season darcy kemper had 24 saves but gave up three goals in the second period local college basketball howard gets its first win of the season 87 74 over udc american lost their season opener at marist in a tightly contested game and james madison routed Hampton 106-58 to improve to 2-0. The Washington Commanders returned to their preparations for the big Monday night showdown in Philadelphia. Literally no one outside of the Burgundy Gold locker room thinks they can hand the Eagles their first loss of the season, but Kendall Fuller is part of that locker room. I mean, I think we just trust in, in the guys that we have. Uh, we trust in the talent that we have. We trust in what we're doing, and ultimately you go into every game thinking that you can dominate and that you can win, and you just gotta, gotta, you just have to go out there and show it on, on Monday. We laid out the blueprint for Washington to pull off the upset victory in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 417 on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you as we head into this Thursday together on WTOP. CBS News Special Report. Hurricane Nicole has made landfall, and she's bringing strong winds, heavy rains, and storm surge to Florida. Pretty much the almost the entire east coast of Florida is being affected by those very large waves and some of the storm surge. Robbie Berg with the National Hurricane Center says this could be another dangerous storm. The biggest hazard is probably the coastal flooding and uh, very large waves that are occurring along the east coast of Florida. Uh, There's already been several days of the coast being pounded by some of these waves. Uh, There's already been very major beach erosion in some places. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis earlier warned residents. Floridians in the path of the storm should expect to see power outages when you're having uh, these gusty conditions. Uh, There'll be debris that will affect uh, power lines and the transmission line. PowerOutage.us reports at least 63,000 customers are without power so far. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. Further, Nicole is forecast to head into Georgia and the Carolinas later today and tomorrow on Friday, dumping heavy rain across the region. It should start affecting our area with on and off heavy rain through the weekend. We'll keep you updated with traffic and weather on the 8th as to what may happen where the time now is 418. Good morning. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Rich Hunter's with us this morning at the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still dealing with the police activity following a pursuit. Out of loop of the Bellway and the through lanes on just at the beginning of the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Again, traffic getting by using the left shoulder. 
the local lanes, there was still some uh, response on the left shoulder, but the, uh, the lanes are open on the local lane side of the Woodrow Wilson Bridge inner loop. Traffic not affected at all. Now, leaving Maryland into Virginia, still working on the outer loop between Carter Rock and Georgetown Pike again. Single file left, get you by the work zone. More folks on the road starting to see a little bit of a slowdown there, so just be prepared. Further south, the outer loop ramp to go west on I-66. That off-ramp remains closed as part of the work zone. Again, the express lanes are also closed on the outer loop between the entrance and McLean all the way through 66. They're open uh, south of 66. Uh, inner loop, no worries there. The express lanes are open, uh, but they are working between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Two left lanes get you by the work zone. And once again, the ramps to both eastbound and westbound 66 remain closed. 395 north as you approach the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Still getting by that work zone, single file to the right. Uh, so watch out for a brief slowdown there. Once you're past it, though, you look good. Headed into the district early. With the Game of Life scratch-off from the Maryland Lottery, all roads lead to fun. Play for your chance to win up to a million bucks instantly. Please play responsibly. The Game of Life is a trademark of Hasbro. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures are in the 30s and 40s now. We'll be close to 70 degrees today for a high temperature. No rain today, but a 100% chance for rain tomorrow. Heaviest rain Friday afternoon and Friday night. Dry weather for the weekend, but breezy and blustery both days. Low 60s on Saturday afternoon, 40s on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. It's 48 at the wharf and in Oxon Hill, 42 in Sterling, down to 40 in Holt. At our nation's capital. This check brought to you in the 4 a.m. hour on WTOP by Nulac Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1 800 279 5300. That's 1 800 279 5300. NulacHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 421. Good morning. Glad you're with us. It's our duty to support veterans as they transition to their next mission, like Ben, who found his new career at Boeing through the SkillBridge program. We lead and work with some of the most highly motivated and talented people in the country. The SkillBridge kind of helps you translate all that experience. And Corrine, who found her next purpose with the mission continues. Once you get out of the military, you don't lose that sense to want to give and to want to make a difference. Learn more about the programs for veterans and their families at Boeing.com slash veterans. Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family, for families of all species, for beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families, for families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. This is WTOP News. Election 2022 continues on WTOP this morning. After Tuesday's voting, it is still not clear this morning which party will control the House and Senate in the end come January. Democrats did better than expected, but so many races are still undecided this hour. This morning, CBS Capitol Hill correspondent Scott McFarland, a reaction from Republicans this week to what's shaping up to be a somewhat disappointing result for them. We spent weeks talking to our sources about what was to happen. Nobody predicted we'd wake up without having a sense of who'd controlled the U.S. House. That is, to put it mildly, surprising, if not shocking, to folks who cover Congress, who work for Congress, or who serve in Congress. But that's where we are. And really, the early indicator came here in our backyard in the Virginia 7th District when Abigail Spanberger, for the third time, won a 
tough race, a contentious race in which she may not have been favored. She did it again and sent this siren call across the country that Democrats are persevering in races in which some of them may have been cast off. The Georgia Senate race is headed to a runoff. What about the other undecided races for the U.S. Senate? How are things looking in those races? Well, we're looking at a big board here at CBS News, and we have this enormous screen here in our Times Square studio where we're trying to get a sense of things. There are three states circled in big yellow electronic marker. There's Georgia, there's Nevada, there's Arizona. If Democrats hold Nevada and Arizona, as the, if the projections go Democrats' way as this week concludes, the Georgia runoff will be interesting. It will involve a lot of money and advertising, but it will not be pivotal for control of the U.S. Senate. If Republicans can take Nevada or Arizona, one of them, then Georgia becomes the Super Bowl of politics again, where the balance of power in the U.S. Senate and all the things that go with it, confirmation of federal judges, the Biden agenda, potentially abortion rights, so much goes into that race, which happens four weeks. Scott, uh, talk a little bit about the influence of former President Trump. Some pundits are suggesting that his presence in swing states may not necessarily have uh, delivered what he wanted. Well, it's difficult to do instant analysis before all the results are in, but there are many people doing that instant analysis. I find it compelling to listen to it. Uh, Former President Trump had his fingerprints all over so many of these races, even though his name wasn't on the ballot. Hand-picked candidates who he drove through primaries for the Republican Party, and many of them fell flat. Saw that in Pennsylvania in a profound way. Saw that in Michigan in a profound way. But his candidate won the Ohio Senate race. Many of his primary endorsed candidates are going to drive right through to another term in the U.S. House. So the die has been cast. It's not sure what face is going to be facing upward. Assuming that Republicans get control of the House, not having the wide margins that were expected, does this change perhaps how Republicans may be able to govern? Oh, yes. Um, A narrow margin for either party is a ballet. We saw Democrats try to dance that ballet over the past year with a margin of just five seats, incredibly narrow votes, very little room to maneuver. Republicans, if they have a similarly narrow margin, will find the same experience. They also, though, have a sub-caucus in the Republican conference, which has already showed defiance. Nick Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates of Florida, who's been incredibly critical of Republican House leadership. They have to, first of all, secure a majority, but then a governing majority. That's another level of complicated. CBS News, Capitol Hill correspondent Scott McFarlane. As election 2022 continues on WTOP this week, speaking there, of course, with Mark and Deb, you are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Dow tumbled 647 points Wednesday. That was a 2% loss. Real estate company Redfin is cutting 13% of its workforce and shutting down its business, buying houses and flipping them. Gaithersburg-based Novavax has now sold 94 million doses of its COVID vaccine, and it cut its quarterly losses by $100 million. One of the last open spots in downtown Bethesda by a metro stop is up for redevelopment. The Washington Business Journal says it could be a high-rise with hundreds of apartments. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move... 
Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. <sighs> Two, get out of bed. <clears throat> and three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select a request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos. Orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.